0: Hey
1: guys, I just put my cookie down for you, so I'm just going to hold my cookie for an hour now.
0: <laughs> it was like, I was like, Megan, you ready? She's like, yes, as she shoves a cookie in her mouth. And then I click start and I was like, oh, that was, that was bad, bad timing.
1: <laughs> I do it for you guys.
0: I, oh, I you put my drink
1: down too. Okay. Her
0: Stanley, Her Stanley baby,
1: my $30 coffee mug. Well, it's for water, but.
0: If you it's had a thermos filled, so if you had that filled all with coffee that would be alarming
1: listen I have two kids
0: <laughs> I not even, yeah it's like coffee. it would be even more alarming because you don't drink coffee
1: <laughs> exactly maybe Dr. Pepper I would not be shocked about that the size of a large Dr. Pepper at like a Zaxby's down here in the south is equivalent to that, to that. Stanley
0: what is it like 30 ounces yeah okay
1: yeah diabetes in a cup yeah yes
0: that's sounds like the south
1: that's what we pay for
0: i know okay I know. that's where your tax dollars go uh-huh. all right so that is everyone else's student loans but anyways uh-huh. um Wait, wait, wait. I
1: have to share something about that. I just saw this reel of a guy going around California and saying like, free college tuition? You guys for it? You against it? Like, what do you think? And everyone was like, oh my gosh, yeah, so for it. And he was like, all right, then just sign here, put your name and your number. And then right here, put the percentage of your salary that you'd like to like give into this so that we can do free tuition. And they're like, oh, uh, no, I can't. I can't do that. I I just thought this was like a petition thing. <laughs> Everybody's for it. No one wants to pay for it. It's like, hmm, how's that going to work?
0: But yeah, anyways. And when you decide, <laughs> like the government doesn't just print money. So when you decide to allocate $200 billion to student loan debt and we're already in a recession, mm-hmm. like- that mm-hmm. when you put more money out that is how you like the the economy is just drained mm-hmm. like that is economics 101 so yeah, yeah that's that's super interesting um my heck no was that eggs are almost five dollars a dozen here so that probably is not gonna that's help.
1: normal it's not Oh, a dozen. I guess I get a dozen. eighteen for like five dollars.
0: What so at all these more eggs at all these? No, no, like- no.
1: I go to I go to Publix these days. Aldi's is twenty minutes away. Publix is six. Okay, got well, two kids. I'm doing in Publix. the
0: states. In the states, I can get a dozen for less than two dollars. At
1: Aldi's, this is true. It's like one ninety eight. I know exactly yeah. what the sticker looks like at Aldi's.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then here it's freaking $5. And I'm not talking about Japan pricing. I'm talking about military pricing, like government pricing Mm -hmm. on the military grocery store. Anyways,
2: inflation
0: is real, whether they want to change the definition of inflation or not. So (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Any more head snows while we're at it? yeah 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 another heck no is that we have fake ac in this house it doesn't actually work it says i could i could turn it to 74 it's still gonna be at 83 so eighty three. Um, yeah it's freaking it's disgusting. not ac and it was working until yesterday and yesterday i was like maybe i'm just having a hot flash like i'm coming off my cycle i'm like maybe i'm just like balancing out i don't know i'm i'm like dripping sweat and then last night patrick got up in the middle of the night he's like can't stand it. it's so hot in here like
1: dude men <laughs> like, get angry when they're too hot
0: uh-huh. I was like it's not just me huh and I just heard him I was like half asleep and he had like YouTube playing on how to like figure out the thermometer or what thermostat whatever yeah and I was like yeah I don't think it's gonna work <laughs> <laughs> and it's freaking hot so
1: dude that's the worst that happened to our house in New Mexico too it always happens on base
0: I know. I'll get on Mm. that wait list. That three, three yeah. Wait Mm -hmm. list, yeah. Um, By that
1: point, you'll just have melted away. So
0: I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We'll already be like ticked at each other. Our marriage will be falling apart because it's a hundred degrees in here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then another thing is that Patrick and I went bowling two days ago. And we're literally sore from it. I think I pulled a hamstring. His like glutes, he can hardly sit. Like, are you guys okay? Sore. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. We how are many, so out of shape. How many games did you play? Three in one hour.
1: Okay. That's a lot.
0: It was intense. That's a lot.
1: I will yeah. give that to you. I was thinking like you played a game in an hour, you ate, you hung out, whatever. You came home, you're sore. I was like, all We. right, we're, I'm not feeling so bad about myself anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah no no actually we're like this is an issue but we're not gonna do anything about it
1: (laughs) we're just gonna go eat and shop some more
0: (laughs) i bought running shoes yesterday do i run no no they're
1: just for style
0: actually no they aren't they're comfort because i need something to like walk around in on base if i'm going to like the grocery store or something Mm. they're new balance never would i thought would Mm. i buy new balance shoes but they are very comfortable, and I was like, I can't keep shuffling around in flip flops holding groceries,
1: dude. I also didn't think I'd buy any New Balance. I bought New Balance for Disneyland, and they are the comfiest tennis shoes ever. It's like yep. a cloud,
0: yes. it's like cloud. Yeah, I was like, honestly, sometimes Whatever. you gotta go for comfort <laughs> over fashion here, and yeah. I'm just gonna be that New Balance girl. So we're also going to Universal Studios this weekend. So I needed something to like walk around in. So that's so fun. Yeah. New Balance that's must fast. be an amusement, an amusement park kind of shoe, you know? dude, It
1: is. It is. My feet were never hurting. And I was like 30 something weeks pregnant walking around Disneyland all day. So New yeah. Balance, shout out.
0: Shout out. <laughs> okay. What's your heck no?
1: Um, my heck no is that is, there is a cockroach directly to my right <gasps> on the floor is it dead <laughs> what is it dead uh no it's just uh, well actually uh, no, it's, de- it's definitely dead no it's definitely dead it's not twitching are you sure
0: all. they kind of like play dead
1: well then it's playing dead or it's dead i'm not trying to find out i'm just gonna just avoid it
0: hanging out with it <laughs> essentially yeah
1: i'm not touching it dude that mm-mm. no
0: where's your avery husband saw it.
1: avery and i saw it 48 hours ago and he pointed it out. And so I assumed that he took care of it. But I also know he, he's like, there's no other bug that will not turn me in. There's nothing in the world that will turn me into a woman except for a cockroach. <laughs> and so. So I he seen, looked it, at
0: it and then closed the door. <laughs> yeah.
1: I came back in today to record and I was like, oh, hey there. <laughs> and I think it's dead because it's in the same spot. And cockroaches don't do that. They disappear and then it freaks you out even more. So it's definitely dead, but it's still, I'm still not touching it.
0: Yeah. So. No. Sorry, Avery.
1: <laughs> not happening. So that's my heck no. What's your heck yes.
0: Um, my heck yes is okay. One, Patrick and I went to a party over the weekend on base and it's super Fun. weird. Cause like you can't have, because it's a Marine base and Marines are in everything. Um, you hey. can't, have you can't have one drop of alcohol and drive on base like not even like a glass of wine like no driving if you have any alcohol in your system because they ruined it for all of us and (laughs) so honestly
1: that would be the marines to drink too much and ruin it for you guys sorry
0: oh yeah totally
1: 100 whatever
0: and it's not even driving off base it's literally if you're on base so if you had if there's a party everyone has to walk to the party or taxi um anyways it's a whole thing that's fun you know where the parties are you just look for the people walking literally literally (laughs) but yeah it was super fun because patrick when we were shopping the weekend before he bought this like um rainbow cheetah print shirt (laughs) and it's a the heck yes, to me that he's like super open to just like wearing fun, crazy stuff. I think it's so funny, and like, yeah, people you think like, it's hot, yeah, totally it's like funny, like, but
1: you totally think it's hot too,
0: yeah, because like a lot of guys would be like, oh, I'm too cool oh, for no, that, I, or like, yeah, like I have too much pride, but like he owns it, he like pops the chest hair, like he <laughs> just like fully embraces it, and I think it's so great. Um, so that that's going to be my head yes I love that yeah
1: um yeah that's great I thought he wait so did he buy it just for the for the party yeah. or was it like I'm gonna buy this and wear it whenever I want
0: yeah yeah we were shopping at Zara he bought that at Zara <laughs> yeah we bought that at, Zari, at Zara Zara. <laughs> he tried it Holy like 45 cow. of them but like only like three extra largest fit him because mm. he's like an american body
1: right um, <laughs> not a, not a japanese man oh that's weird <laughs> but
0: even just zara like is european so yeah. it's a very like smaller man and patrick has massive shoulders so um so yeah he like he's like this is going to be a party shirt and it that's was amazing. his idea too and i just like loved it i love it like, i
1: love that so and much and then he
0: put it on and i was like i think you need to wear jorts with it <laughs>
1: So you egged it on a little bit. Oh, totally. Beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And then I, oh, I... another, sorry, another funny thing about people will get a kick out of this about party on base is it was like a housewarming party for someone. Okay. And. There's this thing that they do, apparently, and, like there's tons of beer, tons of seltzer, Chuhai's. Chuhai is like a 10 times better white claw, um, okay. but it's like a Japanese alcoholic drink. Um, but cans like everywhere. And these backyards are very small. But I guess something they do when it's housewarming party is they like look at the husband or wife whose house it is. They look at them and are like, nice house you got here or like nice place you got here and then they crinkle the can and throw it on the roof and so (laughs) there was hundreds of cans just on this roof and I think they just leave them there until they move out like it's a thing so like everyone will just like make eye contact with the owner and be like nice place you got here and then throw the can (laughs) (laughs) this is is why I
1: live off base I can't do it And this is why I don't have housewarming parties at my house. That would stress me out. I'd be like, yeah, okay. In college, that makes sense. But the military is just a prolonged version of college. Yeah, it really is. So that makes sense. Except
0: they're like 30 with kids. Oh, yeah.
1: Yep. 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 yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But what they say is they're like, yeah, we have these like super serious, dangerous jobs, whatever. So like, we like to really let loose on the weekends and we don't have responsibility. And I'm like. It makes sense.
1: They they're extremes. They're living in the extremes that we say aren't healthy, but it makes sense. (laughs) It makes sense.
0: (laughs) So yeah. Anyways, that's funny. I had to share. But what's your head guess?
1: My head guess is that tonight, out of nowhere, Jeannie started taking a pacifier and she took a bottle for me too. I was like, took a bottle too. What is happening? Yeah. So her nap got sabotaged. So she was really tired. But I was like, no. If I put you down right now at six o'clock. You're gonna wake up mid-recording this podcast, and your whole nighttime sleep is gonna be thrown off. Yeah. So I just like made her stay awake till seven, and I tried giving her the pacifier because I could tell she was like really fussy at night. Like I gave her a piece of paper, and she kept trying to stick it in her mouth. So I was like, okay, let me find something for you to actually put in your mouth. Yeah, I had a pacifier. She attacked it, which has never happened, and then she held on to it while we were hol- while I was holding her sitting upright, which also never happened. She typically needs gravity to help her out. And she was just, like, sucking away. And I was like, uh, okay. We've bought, like, 10 pacifiers. This is one of the pacifiers that we've had since we've had Carrie. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, And then she was acting, like, kind of hungry. And I was like, I wonder if, because she attacked the pacifier, if she would attack a bottle. I mean, like, let's just yeah. see. So I put a little bit of formula in a bottle real quick. Because I ain't wasting my breast milk on this if she's not going to take it. Yeah. And, she downed it. I was like, what? What? That's never happened. She's never downed bottle. Answered. Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen again tomorrow, but I'm going to keep trying. Cause just before she did all of this, we had our nanny come over to like, see like, okay, how do I really feel about her? Like see the girls yeah. interact with her and everything. And she was amazing. And I was like, okay, awesome. Obviously sending it with her, but I have to navigate how to like let give her genie and like how to come back and give Jeannie the boob because we want to have the nanny for like three to four hours at a time right. so Jeannie will need fed but it's like she wasn't taking a bottle but then as soon as this nanny left she took a bottle and i was like what <laughs> okay that's cool so
0: i love that yeah I love me that. too
1: me too i'm not even mad about it um
0: God's I, like, well, yeah. it didn't even matter if she took a bottle yet, but now that you found a nanny, I'm just going to make it happen.
1: I know. it's amazing. Also, fun fact about nannies and like everything. So maids obviously were like a huge deal. Yeah. Everywhere for a really long time. And then same thing with like chefs and having people make food for you and having those all be in-home people that became a part of the family and that lived in the home too. Like that was all- Thing totally. for a really long time. I'd never put the two and two together where that ended because fast food started. And then that ended because the laundry machine and, or the washing machine and the dishwasher and all of those appliances and everything and fast food are the reasons why people like that stopped being hired. And like that became like a thing of the past. Yeah, I but guess. But we're still like- telling moms that they should make... Homemade meals, <laughs> healthy food, that they should do all the chores around the house, keep the kids happy, give the kids 100% of their attention, but also make some money, but also keep up their personal life, but also don't lose themselves in motherhood. <laughs> no Also
0: like stay fit, wear a cute yeah. outfit.
1: Yeah. Still like being in a really good Have relationship with hour. your husband. Yeah. 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 While also saying you don't need any help. You can do it all yourself. You can run on empty. And I was like, oh my gosh, imagine, just imagine for a second, if you like, if I had someone who cleaned the house all day, did all the chores and who made all the food, like, I don't even know, like, what would I do with, I don't, sign me up for being a stay-at-home
0: mom. I know.
1: I'm like y'all I'll take that thank you (laughs) I
0: just was like wow that makes a lot of sense okay
1: I mean it's not rocket
0: science it's not rocket science a weird transition of stuff right because it was like now is there more time playing devil's advocate because there's dishwashers and like laundry machines and stuff like that or is there less time because you're the one doing it now? Like Right. It's, it's, I don't know. Very... And
1: I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is. Because yeah, I have no idea. And I know that places in like, I've been getting messages since talking about a nanny um, from people who live in like Mexico who are like, everybody here has yeah. a maid. Same unless in the they're Philippines. really, really poor. But everybody here has a maid. That's, like, a yeah. totally normal thing. And they help with the kids. They help with all the housework, all this stuff. I was, like, why? Like, I already know there's so much wrong with America's um, view of, like, children and work and the hustle culture and everything. But, like, this is just hitting at home even more because people from literally all over the world are saying, like, no, y'all have it wrong. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, <laughs>
0: Well, also, they like still live with their parents forever. And I don't agree with that. I that is true. I like because America is a very like independent country, which is something I love about America, though. You know, true, true, is that it's not a cultural thing to be like living with your parents forever. Um, no offense, dad, but like it's nice <laughs> Sorry, to dad. have that independence, right? And I'm so glad I lived without my father before I was married. Right. And like, that's a bonus, but I totally get it. And like, yeah, in the Philippines, like having a cook, um, someone to clean, like that's super normal. And the great thing is, is that those people that are cooking and cleaning most of the time, they love what they're doing. Like they are women who their children are already grown up. Right. And their husbands still work and -hmm. they're looking for something to do a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, or they're unmarried women who like want to be working in the, in the house, but they don't have a family yet. Right. Right. And so it totally is like a benefit, like when a job is good, it's beneficial for both. And the it serves both. And it's like this beautiful cycle of like, yeah, we are gaining so much from this partnership kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally get it. I mean, yeah. Heck, If like Megan and I live next to each other, I would totally Go in on a cook with you. Oh
1: one hundred percent. Yeah. I we would also just pass off kids to each other's houses for different days of the week.
0: Totally. Like I have or just throw
1: them days. in the backyard and open the gate that connects the fences and say, have at it. Bye. We'll be in here.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. No, literally. Or like I would have Monday off, you would have Tuesday off. Uh-huh. And like be great. <laughs> And and two, it's like, it's easier if you're just making all one dinner for multiple, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I already over make food anyway, because I never look at the portion size when I'm making the recipe.
1: So yield eight servings.
0: Right. And it's like one thing to have leftovers for a day or two, but to have leftovers that's for the entire week. week, I'm over it, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So totally.
0: Anyways, I think leftover sharing is a great idea.
1: I, I agree. I sign us up for that. The minute our men are out of the military, I am down. I'll uh-huh. move forever. I don't so care. like
0: 2030 for you.
1: <laughs> Stupid injunction. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry to bring that up. <laughs> okay. We'll so, so yeah, we'll see. Um, exciting news. So if you all remember our France trip, um, it got postponed this year because you needed the, the the jab to get into the country. Um, <laughs>
1: and now we're going to Texas. So pack your bags. There you go.
0: <laughs> I don't know where that came from. but <laughs> But we rescheduled for next June 19th through the 28th. 2023. Um, and everything is included besides maybe like a dinner and a few lunches. We have a brochure. Um, but we're super excited because we, well, first of all, we have eight spots open because people had canceled from it being rescheduled. Um, Mm -hmm. and we are bringing a priest now, father Ken, he is awesome. He's a great friend of mine. He was in He went to Napa with me. If you guys like, I don't know if you were following my stories when I was at the Napa Institute, he was with me. And then, um, he's the one that I made a reel and he did mass in my house and he is just a phenomenal, like fatherly father, like very dad vibe. (laughs) And I love him so much. And he's coming with, and he has great spiritual gifts, the gift of healing. Um, He has the gift of tongues, which I was always a little worried about, but he totally changed my mind on it. And Lori, who's actually leading the pilgrimage to France has had an experience with a healing experience with him, which is awesome. But it's awesome because we're going to Lord's. So it's like yeah. double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited. And
1: I think it's just super cool that we have spots that opened up because we literally sold out within hours. And I no, felt we really sold out bad. in
0: 18 minutes. Really? I thought it was eight yes. hours. I no. know it was eight something. 18 minutes wow. we sold out, 55 spots.
1: I am short selling ourselves. Yeah. Wow. But
0: it's literally going to be awesome. We already are bringing a photographer. Shout out Sarah. She's going to photograph. Sarah. Yeah. Photograph the whole trip for us. You're going to have like cute photos, bring your cute outfits, but oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, you're going to have content
0: for days. Literally, literally (laughs) guys, we thought
1: about all the things. Okay. All the, we're still thinking of all the things.
0: Uh Uh-huh. It's a girl's trip and (laughs) excuse me. Um, we go to Paris day one and day two. Um, everything is like plan to the tens. Um we have like a cruise down, we have like a water cruise and everything and then we have obviously time for the Eiffel Tower, we're going to do a picnic there. Um we're going to see Notre Dame Cathedral, we're going to go to the first church that had eucharistic um adoration as well. Um what else are we going to do? Going
1: to St. Thérèse's house.
0: Oh yeah, lots St. Thérèse of Lisieux, lots of shopping, eating crepes um, riding mm-hmm. bikes around the palace of Versailles. Um, yeah, so we do Paris all the way through day six and then we head to the capital of France. Yeah. Located by the Mediterranean sea. Um, we also are taking a class on how to make macaroons, but yeah, I go tomorrow, literally. And then we go to Lords and we see St. Bernadette's house, And then obviously, um, Therese, like you were saying, and then we have a lot of time in Lords where we can go into the healing baths that morning. We're going to do like the candlelight vigil. Father Ken is going to do a healing service for us, like a two hour, like this thing that he's specialty in. he gets like hired by churches to do this healing service. Um, so yeah, it's just going to be awesome. We're going to have small groups, like based on who signs up, we're going to do like put you all in the small groups based on like. What you have in common, and so mm-hmm. we're also gonna have Bible studies while we're on drives on the bus and everything like planned discussions, and it's yeah. just gonna be so good, so good. I'm um, excited, but yeah, so it's four four thousand eight hundred ninety seven dollars per person. There's eight spots left. Um, it includes round trip airfare from Washington D.C., New York, Chicago, or L.A. So the only thing you'd have to pay for is to get to one of those cities, and then everything else. Is covered, is covered for like travel. Yeah. Um, besides a few lunches. And so like
1: souvenirs, if y'all want to shop, we can't afford yeah. to pay for, <laughs>
0: <Sorry>. <laughs> <You're shopping. Sorry.
1: laughs> but we'll take you, we'll take you shopping.
0: <laughs> yeah. It is. We're still trying to figure out like a few more little fun things. Like if we can rent out a like cute coffee shop, because otherwise mm-hmm. we're just going to rampage it with 55 women. <laughs> um, <laughs> but please, please, please. If you want to be one of these eight people, um, you can contact, reach out to our team at, um, get, get a piece of paper. I'm going to say this info or I'll put it in the show notes as well, but Desi D E S -S I, um, eight, four, four, four hundred. Nine five five nine contact her. Nativity pilgrimage is who we're doing our pilgrimage through. So don't worry, we're not head of logistics. Um, and you can also email d-e I S I. Sorry, maybe it's Daisy, not daisy. I was gonna
1: say, I think it's Daisy.
0: Yeah. D-E-I-S-I at Nativity N-A-T-I-V-I-T-Y pilgrimage P-I-L-G-R-I-M-A-G-E dot com. Um, and yeah get on the list get on the list we want to see you in france
1: i remember very little from my high school class and i plan on um using it
0: i've never been to europe except for italy which is that even yeah that's europe that is europe Europe. but it's still way down there you know yeah yeah that's true
1: totally different vibe Totally totally different vibe
0: than france Totally. And we're going to have like, we'll probably do something where like everyone at least pack one floral outfit. And like, I was literally going to say, <laughs> do we
1: mention that we're going to like try to plan the days for what you should wear so that the photos all look really cute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like one day where it's like pink and orange and then like um, neutrals. <laughs> yeah. Black and white. And we're so extra. But, it's but be this, be so is what, this is what you pay for. I know. Yeah. Girl's Like
1: literally the biggest bachelorette trip in the world (laughs) essentially is what this is
0: yeah exactly and neither of us really had bachelorette trips so here we go so
1: maybe that's what we're actually doing we're living (laughs) vicariously
0: you guys can pay to come on our (laughs) bachelorette getting worse sound of it is just getting worse
1: (laughs) soon there's gonna be 20 free spots open (laughs) all right
0: moving on Moving on, um, we were gonna do some voicemails today because there's some really awesome ones. So, okay, this first one I feel like Carrie would totally do, and so oh, it no. makes me laugh even more.
3: Hi guys, I'm gonna keep this one anonymous, but I have a what in the big heck moment. So I was babysitting this three-year-old girl and then her little brother who is one-year-old, and. Everything was going fine. It was great. Like I babysat a bunch of times. It was all good. But then I was helping the little brother with something, and the little girl goes down her sister's bathroom, and she gets she gets one of those reusable like um, tampon like cup things, and she's like sucking on it like it's a pacifier. And it was <laughs> it was so gross. I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to touch it, and I was just like, no, like you need to go put it back, please. And so she like walked away with it like and i was sure she was gonna go put it back because i told her to and she's a pretty good listener and then she just like she did put it back but then like later she just kept on grabbing it and it was just it was just really really what in the dang heck were these so i had to let you guys know and hope hopefully that gives you some laughs um and i love the pod and can't wait to keep listening to more thanks
1: bye diva cup I was gonna say, isn't it called like a Daisy cup or a Dixie cup or something? Daisy yeah. cup.
0: Uh huh. What did you call Di- it?
1: A diva. Diva
0: cup. You're right. Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Dixie cup is like the little like cups yep. <laughs> where you drink water out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, um. Yeah. yeah. Especially because it's not
0: yours, you know. So it's like. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation either, well, but. I assume it's the mother's, and that kid came out of where that cup goes, so.
1: <laughs> it all is full circle. It's really it's fine. Just, Everything's fine. <laughs> it's
0: fine. Don't feel that bad about it. She didn't that's know. Actually, the mom won't know. That's a fair point.
1: Um. Yeah. yeah. Carrie would 100% do something like that, so.
0: Oh, totally.
1: Yeah. Totally. She was literally sucking toothpaste out of the toothpaste container the other day, so.
0: Stop. No.
1: Yep. Yep. Like, just. Inside The toothpaste was inside her mouth and she was just sucking it out of the container, so. That sounds just like her. <laughs> <laughs> Very on brand.
0: Yep, yep. Okay, so this one I just thought was really valid. Okay. I... I'm sorry. It, I, I, it was like from a few weeks ago, but I remember glimpses of it and I remember being like, yeah, you're so right. Yeah. So, um,
2: <laughs> okay. here we go. Hey Megan and CC. Um, I'm calling from Michigan and I just wanted to say uh, thank you so much for the last several podcasts. I'm still working through the last three. <laughs> I'm and behind. I know it. Um, yeah. I have a couple of heck yeses for you. Um, just got married <laughs> and within twelve days found out I was pregnant, which was or not twelve days, fourteen days, which was awesome. And it's been really crazy and heck no to morning sickness. Uh this past week has been really bad. Um basically eight hours of feeling like you're about to throw up all day long. <laughs> but it means babies healthy, right? <laughs> that's great. Um, but I was I had to stop the last podcast and call because y'all are talking about modesty and um, doesn't mean you can't wear bright colors and doesn't mean you can't, you know, still look stylish, even though you're being modest. And that veiling isn't necessarily opposed to that. And I just have to say 100 percent. Amen. Yes. We we experienced this uh persecution for this growing up. Um we would go to a, a Nova Ordo parish and we got called out several times by the priest for veiling and it was just like, why? What does it, what does it matter to you? Um, and then we would go to a more traditional community and we were the only ones wearing color. We, we went to this Latin mass and was, we were the only ones in color for Easter Sunday. And a couple of weeks later, the priest gave a huge homily about how it is okay to wear color. And St. Teresa of Avila says, give me no sour face, saints. And our Lord made the world, and he made it a bright, colorful place, so wear your colors, gosh darn it. And we're sitting there, the third pew from the front, the only ones in color, and we know it. (laughs) So I just want to say you're absolutely right. I 100% agree with you, and please keep, Doing what you're doing, don't let anyone tell you. Otherwise, don't let anyone discourage you from speaking the truth about dressing beautifully and modestly, and that God has made us this way. So, gosh darn it, do it! <laughs> Thank y'all both. God bless. You. Bye.
0: She
4: is so cute, so cute. <laughs> I want to hang out with her.
2: Gosh darn
1: it! <laughs> gosh darn it! That's amazing. I'm I was, a dang crack. I was upset for her when she said that her Novus Ordo priest told her to stop, veil- like, brought up veiling. Yeah. Is that what she was saying? Yeah, like, she was. Excuse me? Why? Goodbye. Bye-bye. I just don't understand how that's boomer. even acceptable. Yeah, but how is that even, like, that's not
0: a church teaching. I know. Um, Well, if you haven't watched Mass of the Ages, you can probably – Probably see that it it you could see that happening.
1: <sighs> That's um, just that just that just really takes me off.
0: Yeah, it really grinds because, my gears. But it's so relatable because like you think of more traditional Catholics and like when I thought of the more traditional people in my home parish growing up, I was like that. what's the best? What's the nicest way to say it? It was There's
1: like a stereotype for a reason.
0: Yeah, well, it was like you're 15, you judge everything by the way they look. And I was like, that's not a tri- like, that's not it. Like, yeah, they look. Homely, we've said it.
1: Right? I was gonna say, we've used the word homely before, as right. in like beauty in itself is a sin, beauty is vanity almost, like no matter yeah. what. And so, like, they, they just, were like, beautiful,
0: everything. like, their pious and holiness and devoutness made them beautiful, right? These women, but it was like they almost strip themselves so much that this, like, it wasn't even simplicity, right? Because simplicity is fine. It was, yeah, homeliness. And it doesn't give a good look to the traditional sector of the Catholic church, right? Right.
1: Well, and I I think for myself, because that was very much how I was for the longest time in regards to veiling, the only people, the only connection I had to veiling was through super super traditional Catholics that mm-hmm. we were talking about in this regard and their kids are the p- girls I was friends with and the way that they were raised the way that they interacted they were just always it wasn't um it was just very much like they were on their own in their own world it wasn't yeah like intertwined like their faith and the world were not going together. It was like they were out of like we're in this world. What am I trying to say? <laughs> like they they lived in a bubble. And they it didn't did help they them lived out. in a bubble bubble. It didn't help them out. It was hard to interact with them. It was hard to relate to them. It was hard to like get in touch with them or get in tune with them because it was just like there was a whole sector missing. It was weird. It was really strange. And so that was my only relationship to Veiling for the longest time was these Families that were just very on their own and very hard to get close to. Yeah. And simultaneously, the women all just seemed very homely, and mm-hmm. it was like you do not wear makeup. Lifeless. You do, not do any lifeless? Do-
0: yes. Yes, that's yes. the word. Cause Cause that no the color. Word. No, no like frills. No.
1: Anything. No. Yeah. No like. V- vibrancy for life <laughs> yeah no.
0: yeah like That's somber like yes like this. everything is very and, like, serious the mass is a somber mass right it should yes. be it shouldn't be some guitar tambourine, popping, clapping, right yeah. but like <laughs> we don't have to look somber um and it, what's so interesting is when you're saying that megan is i was like wow even in our catholic sector how you dress says something mm-hmm. now And it it like signals something, right? Whether good or bad, whatever. We're talking about stereotypes here. But imagine how it looks, the whole Catholicism as a whole, how we dress says something to the secular world, good or bad. So it's like, we have to represent what we believe well. And where does that start? That starts in church. Because honestly, that's the biggest mission ground. 70, Mm -hmm. what is it like 70% of Catholics believe in don't believe or believe in the real presence of the Eucharist only only
1: 70% believe believe I thought yeah so that's I'll be still real 30- depressed if it was, if it was I the know opposite. I mean still there's, depressing but
0: there's still like 30% of people in the pews that don't believe and they're just going to go right and like that is mission ground and how you dress for Jesus and how you dress for church it does matter mm-hmm. and it would have mattered to me so much at age 16. If I saw a woman in a pretty dress and heels and bailing or taking Mm math seriously, it would have changed. It would have changed for me.
1: Yep. I agree. I would have been drawn. I would have been drawn in and like every single Sunday, I would have looked for that woman. And I just would have like been in awe. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yeah. I would have looked in like, that's Yeah. It makes an impression on you. And even I remember seeing like this cute couple that would go to church and they didn't have children. um, But they were like very attractive couple and they dressed nice and they looked happy and they held hands. And I won't forget that because I was like, wow, that's so cool. I want that. Right. Yeah. Uh, Especially at that age, you're looking for things like
1: to maybe gain inspiration from or like dream about and like for your life culture right you're pinning
0: the things you like tumblr whatever Mm -hmm. you know
1: Mm -hmm. and if you don't see it in church you're gonna look for it elsewhere
0: true oh good point good point so yeah it is so much more and I love what she was saying like don't be scared to wear color Um, I love that they're wearing color that's awesome yeah and like it's so weird like oh my gosh people aren't wearing color like what have we come to why is this even a thing like why are we like <laughs> what
1: <laughs> yeah I mean uh. I love a good neutral I love oh, lots totally. of neutrals but totally you have I mean I have a bright pink dress that's one of my favorite dresses to wear yeah I feel like totally like oh, flamingo
0: in it it's on the flamingo <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone here at mass on base most of the women veil which is very interesting. Pretty cool. Really? Also, Would I just not- found out straight up our priest, uh, he's Japanese and he converted from Anglican and he has a wife and a kid. I was like, Wait, Father. how did that happen? Because when you're an Anglican priest, um, that's like the traditional church of England, um, yeah. you can be married, but he converted to Catholicism. And so you can a lot of your same like credentials stay the same. There's a lot of like similarities between the Anglican church and the c- Catholic Church. And so you don't have to like re-go to seminary. Like that's one of the only only religions that trans your priesthood in a sense trans your authority and priesthood transfers over. And huh. yeah, like Byzantine is still Catholic. It's just not Roman Catholic, but you can be right. priests can be married there, deacons can't. But like Anglican, you can be married, have children, but he converted. I don't know his full conversion story. But yeah, he straight up has a baby and a wife, and I had no idea. <laughs> wow. That's weird. So well, what? I have so many questions. <laughs> I know, yeah, what like, um heck? yeah, yeah, it's a random thing. But yeah, almost all the women veil. So wow, cool I would say it's um, I'm not even gonna say it's 50 50 here. Um,
1: but for it being a college town, I have been impressed with the amount of veiling. Heck yes, and it's been a month now of me veiling, which is uh, not oh! announced anywhere
0: until now.
1: So there you go, dingers and hackers. Um, yeah, CC, CC did it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, Except- I bought you one. I bought you, you bought one of a veil, ago. And you're really good at peer pressuring. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she asks every Sunday. I do. Um,
0: I'm like, oh, did you veil? <laughs> yeah. How's your veil,
1: dude? Oh, I don't know where it is. Oh no, I know where it is, Meg. I saw it last time I visited. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um I I always said people would always ask me if I veiled or what my thoughts no, they always asked me what my thoughts were on veiling. And I always said, I think it's really beautiful. And I'm open to it, but I don't feel especially called to it. So totally, it's not better or worse that way. Exactly, it's it's not this like that thing.
0: I don't care if you veil or you don't veil. Obviously, you're my best friend, so I want to be in your business. But like,
1: (laughs) you want a twin, so obviously we both need to veil.
0: (laughs) But, But like, at the end of the day, I don't care if you veil or don't veil. It's just a personal thing, right? But I know it had piqued Megan's interest, so that's why I was always like. I'll hey. give you a
1: veil I'll drop the handkerchief yeah <laughs> Literally. um so I I was always open to it and I had the veil from CC, and so it just sat in my room for probably almost a year mm-hmm. I probably had it for roughly a year when she came out to visit me um I don't remember when last summer last summer you came out to visit and you're like you're gonna wear the veil or you asked if you're gonna I don't know Somehow I ended up wearing the veil, but it wasn't because I was like, oh, I feel called to. It was like, I'll try it out. It was the worst ever because I didn't have a pin in or anything and Carrie was pulling at it and I was pulling at it. And then I was wondering what people were thinking because I was in my head about it and I was fixing it the whole time. And I was like, done. I'm not. Nope. Don't feel the call. Definitely. And that's totally fine. Right. And so then it just sat in the room for probably a year. Then Izzy, who we had on Harrison Bucker's wife, who we had on the uh-huh. podcast like, a little while back, she also veils and sent me this little, sent Avery home. He went out and visited them and he sent Avery home with this little chapel veil vale book. And she was like, like a Meg pamphlet, needs, like literally 10 pages, and was like, Beck needs to read this. It's a quick and easy read, blah, blah. And he came home with it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll read it. And it was one of those things where I was like, uh, I don't read. So I'm not sure. And then for some reason, I just started thinking about it and thinking about it. And it was a Saturday and I had been thinking about like, maybe I should bail tomorrow. And I was like, this is really weird. And so then it I just asked comes Avery, on your heart. It's it just does. When, it yeah, it's literally does. And I was like, I'm going to ask Avery where the chapel veil vale booklet is. And he's probably not going to know because he never knows where his keys are every day. So uh big, where's the chapel veil booklet? Have you seen it? And he was like, Yeah, it's on it's on that shelf over there under those note cards. And I was like, What? You never know where this stuff is. <laughs> so I found it the next morning, reddit was um convicted. Cause I think my hardest issue was it's a sign of submission to man. For some reason, that was my biggest like hold up
0: Uh-huh.
1: But if that were the case, Catholic women would wear a veil 24-7.
0: Also, it's, it's not. It's like more of a sign of like. I guess if you're gonna re- use the word submission, it's not to a man. It's to God, right? And that's why it only happens in the church.
1: That's why right. Catholic women don't wear hijabs. You mm-hmm. know, like that's and and I think that or like was Jewish
0: my... Orthodox Jewish women who wear wigs or wear right, wraps, right. right?
1: Right, exactly. Um, and so I had always viewed it as that. And then when I read in the book, well, if that were the case, it happened twenty four seven, and it doesn't. It only happens during church. I was like, oh, then when I also realized I always knew this, we all know this, but Mary is always Mm veiled. You have never not seen Mary veiled. And I was like, okay, valid. And that week I'd had a girlfriend ask me if the Catholic church used women in any particular way. And I was like, oh my gosh, this set up this whole conversation and this whole heart transformation here (laughs) unveiling. So I wore a veil, pinned it in my hair before we went instead of just throwing it on and did not wonder what people thought about me felt prettier. That was the thing too. I felt prettier when I put it on than I did with it off, which I wasn't expecting because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'd always correlated it to holiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had taken the time to like do my hair and everything. And then I put the veil on and I was like, wow, I feel really feminine right now. Mm-hmm. And then Avery of course was like,
2: uh-huh, <laughs> your like, cause
1: he'd been like secretly praying for this for forever. Um and then I haven't not veiled since. I just pin it in every time before I go, and it's like not even an issue anymore. And it just yeah. makes sense to me now.
0: Yeah, For and it's not something like it didn't.
1: So we're not
0: here to influence you, but <gasps> we're here. Like I wish someone would have just told me their story and like, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Well, because opened you, up my mind to it.
1: It's the whole thing that you're saying. Like it's not one or the other. I don't care if you veil. I don't care if you you do. Like I literally don't care. But the fact that there's, like, such a division between the two, you just assume the reason that the woman is failing. You Uh just assume it's because she's more pious or she thinks a certain way about herself or she likes to be holier than thou or whatever. And no one actually talks about it.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Right, so. we should have we'll have Marilis on sometime mm. and come on and talk about it. X none on the run because she has a really great Instagram live on it. You can check it out Ooh. on her Instagram. X none on the run. X none <laughs> on the run. Exuna Runum and <laughs> <laughs> I about that. um I know and yeah she has a great IG live you can find it on her profile. Anyways, courage out the bag. I know is <laughs> out of the bag. <laughs> Um, but Kerygma, we've talked about them before, yeah. but yeah, we absolutely love this company. They actually were the, uh, scent for my wedding. Their cozy Christmas candle was lit everywhere. Um, at my reception. and so now every time I smell it, I think of my wedding, which was done on purpose. That's um, genius. <laughs> she has to make those candles for the rest of your life. <laughs> I know. I know. I need to buy another like bulk, uh, this, mm-hmm. this winter. Um, yep. but yeah, they are a fast growing, small Catholic shop, like very fastly grown yes, and exploding. Totally. And it's the single mama who is now actually engaged. Which I'm so is super excited. Excited. I know, <laughs> but she creates handcrafted, all natural, organic candles. Um, and everything she creates has scripture on it is inspired by our Catholic faith. Um, and just like her story is so beautiful. She lost her job during COVID. She got the courage to leave an abusive marriage um, to an addict. And she lost her home all at the same time. And she has a son. And so she had a little bit of savings and she had this like newfound faith. And so, um, her biggest goal was to pretty much bring God's word and his light in every home. Um, and she does that by her products and they are so well-made. They're Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. There's nothing else like it. Her sense, like it's so beautiful to, uh, be invested in the story of who, um, she is right. Yes. Who the owner is, she's because- really opened up about, about it on our page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know where your purchase is going mm-hmm. and you know how quality her product is and it's Woodwick too. So it makes like a beautiful crackle. Noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it just smells so good.
1: Well, and she also has like opened up, beyond just candles. Like now she has magnets. She has rosary hangers. She's got like a gold concrete last supper depiction. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's stunning. And
0: Um, great for gifts too, because her packaging is like phenomenal.
1: It's, she's like unreal. It's like a whole experience to get a package from her in the mail.
0: (laughs) Totally. But you can use code, uh, W I T D H all caps. What in the dang heck W I T D H 10 for 10% off your purchase. And also 10% of all sales goes to students, goes to students for life America initiative, um, help helping young pregnant moms. Um, so she's very proudly pro-life as well, which is great. We love love, that. I mean, I, whether she was a sponsor or not, I love sharing about my candles. Um, that's like me and
1: mentionables.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. You got to follow her. On Instagram, too. I'll put her link in the show notes because her reels, and just like I said, she's just so inspiring and so beautiful. And I love seeing her in this process of engagement as well and getting married to this man. Um, I'm so rooting for them. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> love it. All right. Next voicemail. This one uh, was just a good reminder.
5: Hey, um, so I actually pulled over to say this. Um, my cousin used to tell me this all the time because I at one point was similar in a similar situation as URCC. I was um grieving like my college life and I really like loved the place I was in, loved the people I was around, like everything was such my vibe. And I was talking to her one day. And telling her about it, she told me, she was like, God gives you glimpses of things that you need in in order to tide you over. And it just really hit me. Like, God gives you glimpses in order to tide you over. Like, he doesn't want you to be unhappy, but he knows you have to do tough things sometimes. So he gives you these little bit of, like, your future and this little bit of happiness because he wants you to be happy just to tide you over to get through tough parts in life. Anyways, I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Um, I love your podcast. God bless you guys. Bye. There's an animal
1: in my throat. (laughs) Did you guys not? My mouth was totally closed. And this noise just came out of nowhere in my throat. And while Cece was playing that audio. So I apologize for laughing. That was a very very serious um audio (laughs) I'm not laughing at that
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I love that and like even the sense of like God gives you glimpses of heaven on earth you know that's what I thought she was gonna say and then she said what she said
1: and I was like oh that's also true yeah
0: totally and I was like wow I just love that perspective um because it is what I needed in that time you know And yeah. he's gonna continue to give that, and your those memories are still gonna serve you, and yeah. you know what something can be. So yeah,
1: that's true. I always just assume too that like, okay, if it's happened before, it can happen again. That's totally. Like my, that's my mindset on it. So.
0: Totally, yeah, I love that. Um. So thanks for calling in. Also love that she pulled over to say that. What a babe. She knows. <laughs> She's a girl from my own heart. Um, okay. This one is also about transition and was just very vulnerable. And I love that you called in. Mm-hmm. Hey, CC and Meg, I'm going to keep this
2: anonymous, but I've already called one time and it was a long time ago. It was a year ago. Whenever Mr. Stash, when he was Mr. Stash, Patrick, and Avery were on doing like a q and a, and I asked a question about like how to let your man lead in the season of engagement, well, flash forward, I'm married and pregnant, and to that famous. And I just want to say thank you. This is kind of emotional and not really relaxed like the podcast is. But I just wanted to say thank you for the last podcast that you guys did on, like, mourning the person that you were. Because I graduated college, got married, um, moved to a different state for the first time ever in my life, and got pregnant, by the grace of God, thank goodness, all in the same month. And now that I'm, like, sick and just sitting, like, no friends in a new place, like, with a new job. I'm just nannying, and which I love also, by the way, that you mentioned that in the podcast. Um, I'm with my husband, whom I love, and I wouldn't change any of it, and the Lord has been so close, but, like, just sitting with these hormones and being so sick, I just realized, like, wow, that was so much transition in so short a time. Like, how did I just do that? I just didn't even realize and so I've just been like really mourning what I've lost but also like trying to focus a lot on what I gained but like your last podcast just gave me permission to like step into the morning and like not be afraid to not feel selfish for morning. Anyway, you don't have to share this. I just wanted both of you to know that I'm just really grateful for your podcast. It has kept this lonely time a little less lonely as I try to find friends. Um, anyway, pray for me and praying for you guys. Thank you.
1: So, yeah, I'm sweet. gonna cry. <laughs> I know because
2: I've like, like, been there. We, I'm literally
1: thinking, like, that was me in New Mexico. Like, yeah, I that was. feel yeah. that so hard to my core. Like, yes, <laughs> that's a lot of transition at once, and you uh-huh. don't realize in the moment because it's a lot of like exciting things. Mm-hmm. So, you choose to go adrenaline yeah it is I mean you get married and you you're finally with the man of your dreams and you've been with him for so long and now you get to live together and do life together so it's an adventure and it's exciting you Get to do the
0: sex together obviously yeah
1: and it works so now you're pregnant and <laughs> and so it's a lot of like exciting adventurous things and you cling to that but then it like eventually catches up where it's like wow okay that's a lot um wow <laughs> So yeah, have been there and yeah. we'll continue to be there till 2030 something because of the military, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> maybe you can put something in the Facebook group of where you live now and mm. find some gals. Um, yeah, that would be awesome would because be awesome. it is hard to find good girlfriends and honestly, typically if you're looking for girlfriends, other people are also looking for girlfriends. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I couldn't imagine the transition and it's, it's lonely. Like it is hard. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you just want like your husband's awesome, but you just want some like girl time, like chit chat.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, even if you don't want that, because for the longest time I was like, Oh, I just need Avery. It's fine. He probably wants that for you. Just say so that. I will just say that he's like okay I can't I let's wrap it up someone yeah. else to
0: talk to about this so that yeah. is so funny but yeah thank you for calling with that because it's relatable and other girls are probably feeling the exact same thing as you are um yep. before we jump into the next voicemail though hello <laughs> shout you out me. I know
1: um I was just looking at all their sleep bible stories
3: Oh, have you seen I those?
0: Know. Yeah, they it's have, like a like, whole thing on the bottom of their, like it's yeah. like a whole section on their app. Yeah, it's a whole section. It's a
1: sleep Bible story. They're diff- some are twenty minutes, some are forty-five. But David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place reads an entire story about David and Goliath. Emily Wilson
2: uh-huh. talks a
1: whole like does a whole little story. Jason Everett Jim Caviezel does one on dying and rising. I'm like, so they've picked like all these big Catholic names. Yeah. And had them read you a bedtime story.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Which by the way, David <laughs> David Henry is just like he's just as awesome in person as he seems. He's just so down to earth and awesome. I love um, that. I love but, his family. They're adorable. Yeah, they are. But yeah, there's so much here. Um and they do also like a sleep examination of conscience, which is something I've been trying to do is like a short examination of conscience before yeah. bed. Um, and they offer that, which is really, really awesome. Um, but yeah, they also have like kids stories for sleep time as well, which is great because I remember as a kid, like listening to Junie B. Jones as I fall asleep. Like, Oh see? my gosh, I forgot
3: about Junie B. Jones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and That's it would always crazy. be it would always be that. Or like, was it Ramona or something? Yep. Um, Ramona yeah. Ramona Beezus or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like, you can actually just listen to something that's like holy and not stupid, <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll have to check it out. Cause there's so much to help with sleep. And sometimes I'll just be listening to like a political podcast to fall asleep, which sounds weird, but that I need to does not sound more. peaceful. <laughs> It's so stressful. Yeah. Patrick (laughs) thinks it's weird. I'm like, I've been doing this for years before you even existed. So (laughs) let me live. (laughs) So yeah, I I am actually going to start doing this because I use the examine, but I could definitely use some more of these as well. Um, But you guys can get a free three month trial with www.hallow.com slash what in the dang heck. No spaces um, for three months free to get the app, check it out, and yeah, get, just hooked. get-,
3: <laughs> get I- hooked. Get hooked. Get hooked
0: on those
1: bedtime
0: prayers. <laughs> I love that. Check it out and get hooked um (laughs) all right sorry that was I just didn't expect you to say that and so I
1: also did not expect me to say that
0: yeah it just like came out of nowhere you know it's Um, nine o'clock at night things are getting (laughs) wild okay so this one you will relate to Meg oh no
4: hey this is Emily from Virginia um I just wanted to say that I totally identified with what Megan was saying on the last podcast about you know, being an athlete, and then suddenly you're not an athlete anymore um with some soccer story. Uh, I was a swimmer and a runner my entire life, basically, that transitioned to just running during college um but then, after college, I decided to train for a half, for a full marathon. I had done a half, and I only wanted to do it once just to say that I'd done it, but I really do love long distance running, and that's kind of the identity that I feel like I have. And um, because of COVID, it got canceled the week before, um, and they said you could do it virtually, but my one chance was not about to just say that I did a virtual marathon. So I postponed it, and then I got married, got pregnant two months later, and I was just floored by the fact that my endurance was crap, and I could only go on walks. And I was like, who am I? Now I just walk? Like, is that who I am? Like, it was just really hard to wrap my brain around. But I grew to love it, and I just tried to stay as active as I could, despite just the aches and pains and nausea and everything of pregnancy. I tried to just be a walker and stay active. And now postpartum, I'm really finding what my workout identity is. You know, not that that's the only thing that defines me, but since I love it so much and I feel like it helps me be a better mom, you know, squeezing in those YouTube hit workouts during nap time or, in the evening after she's gone to bed, going for a run that's just like two miles, um, I can still be a runner, but it doesn't have to be the same time commitment, because that would take me away from my family to do like these three-hour runs or anything ridiculous like that. So just a few thoughts on how to transition to still keep that core identity, but just to modify the time commitment. Anyway, I love the show.
1: Yep. Retweet. I'm a walker now. Yep. I'm a walker now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a walker pushing a 50 pound stroller. (laughs) (laughs) It's honestly a workout. It is. Especially when you have a hilly neighborhood, gets the calves, gets the glutes. (laughs) But I will say it's a hard, even doing like the little hit YouTube videos because your threshold for what a full good workout is, is so much different than just like a yeah. hit YouTube video or like a walk around the neighborhood. You don't necessarily feel as accomplished. It doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't give you the same dopamine hit. Like that's where I struggle the most. Cause I'm like, that's it. Like, okay. I went around a walk around the neighborhood. Everybody does that. That's not an extra like insane kill yourself workout. Like I'm used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's better than nothing, and it is. It's you have to shift into the new season and figure out what works for you in that season. So,
0: right, um, and shift like uh, I guess expectations wouldn't be yes. the word, but maybe well, like standards.
1: St- yeah, your standard for it, I think, and I think that's where you have to start giving yourself grace because it doesn't mean that you are now less than or that yeah, you are like now you're lazier, lowering or,
0: or you're lowering you- your standard or whatever. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. It's just a new standard. You're a mom. Now you're breastfeeding. Now you can't go run seven miles. That probably would not actually be good for you, your body or your family, your family, your health, anything. Okay. So yeah, yeah. totally.
0: Beautiful. Totally. I love that. Um, also this one was really funny. I'm just going to play it real fast. It's the fast one. Quickie. Oh, <laughs>
5: I just had to share that while I was listening to you guys joke about milking a cow and homesteading, I was actually milking my cow at the exact moment you said that. So, hi from Kansas, and I hope you guys
0: are having
2: a great day. (laughs) Hi from Kansas!
0: (laughs) Wait, did she say her name? No, I don't
1: think so. I wonder if it's who I think it might be a bride of mine from the past <laughs> that's so funny though she has a farm and so the kids is she was she called like- out that's hilarious <laughs> yeah she was like alright yep me just milking my cow <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another girl called and was like, I finally got an aux cord in my car, which is like a big deal. You know, if like, you don't yeah. have Bluetooth or aux, like it's a game changer when you do. And she was like, this was the first time I listened to the podcast and I could blast it and I could feel the bass and the music and it was an experience. And I was like, "You go, girl.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's how I feel when I get to drive the car without the girls in it. I turn the music on so loud so I can literally feel it vibrating
0: through my body. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Your blood is shaking. Yeah, exactly. Okay, one thing we will have to do is we'll have to bring a speaker, like a Bluetooth speaker on the bus with us in France. Yes. And we'll have to like play our theme song, like yes. the actual song. We have to, uh, do we have that I have still? it, I have a okay. copy of it on my laptop. Yeah, Beautiful. just like a rager and then purple hat after. I was going to you know? say
1: purple hat and our theme song just in a circle.
0: Yeah. It's not when Patrick and I were getting ready for that party last weekend, did you play Purple Hat? Purple Hat, Cheetah Print, Dance. with another one. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. All right, well, I gotta go. To daily Mass. You gotta go to oh, sleep. Good for you.
1: Yeah. Um. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will see you next week, ladies and gents.
0: I love uh, that we have
1: to add gents in. That's a beautiful thing.
0: Whatever you <laughs> identify as. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to say it like it is. No. <laughs> no, Um, but call in with more of your identity stories. I know we'll probably yes. have these linger throughout the week because it's yeah. Monday now. So um, I'm sure we'll have more come in, but just relatable things. We want to hear it. We want to hear what in the dang heck moments, your heck no, your heck guesses, make them short, funny, whatever it is, crazy thing that's happened to you lately. We love a good story, but call us at 312-775-2615. And with that, um Asta Lega. <laughs> <laughs> What's Asta Dude, eight years of public school Spanish. I got nothing. I did Fran-
1: French, I so I got nothing.
0: Yeah, bon
1: bon bonjour, bonjour. (laughs) Oh no, that's it. We're canceling the French trip. You heard it here first. Bonjour, (laughs) bonjour. You should have said nothing, so that when we got to France, you actually said that to someone in France. In your cute little outfit from America,
0: like this girl's gotta go. Yeah,
1: send her her back.
4: Send her (gasps) back. Oh, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks a ton for listening to the
0: What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.